Hello, and welcome to the Mobile User Acquisition Show, a podcast to help you unlock tremendous growth for your app. My name is Shamant Rao. I'm the CEO of the boutique growth marketing firm, Rocketship HQ, and host of the podcast, Mobile User Acquisition Show. In each episode, we feature experts in the field of mobile growth and discuss strategies, tips, and pointers from the leading edge of mobile growth marketing. By the end of each episode, you will have gained actionable and tactical insights that will help you make more informed decisions in your own work around growth. The Mobile User Acquisition Show is produced by Meryl Vincent, Content Marketing Manager at Rocketship HQ. In the previous two parts of the series, we saw how to install Robin and how to run demo code. We also saw the key components of the environment and also of the code itself for Robin. In today's episode, we will take a look at the results obtained from the running of the code on Robin. In the YouTube video that accompanies this episode, Virendra Shikhawat, our Senior Mobile Marketing Manager, will show you a walkthrough that explains how the results are. In this audio episode, I will explain what the results are, what the key components of the output is and how you interpret them, but certainly please check out the YouTube video for a more visual walkthrough to see how these actually look. So the output of the code is a folder that contains a series of one pages or a set of one pages, each of which contains a set of plots. Now, which of these one pages do you pick, right? Because not you can't, you know, all of them tell different stories, if you will, all of them have different statistics. So you look at the accuracy of the different plots in each of these one pages. In other words, you look at the forecast and actual metrics and uh, you look at the R square and then you pick one of the one pages that most accurately reflects the realities of your business, right? Uh, and uh, obviously, like I said, each of these one pages has a set of plots. And in this episode, we'll talk about the most important ones of these plots that you need to look at if you're running a media mix model on your marketing metrics, right? Obviously, there are a lot more that aren't as important or critical, which you can certainly dive into if you want to get into the weeds. But, on, but in today's episode, we'll focus on the most important ones, the three most important ones, really, right? The first one is the share of spend versus the share of effect plot. Now, this plot looks at the share of spend from each of your marketing channels in the past, which is how much was the percentage of spend that went to each channel. And it looks at the true impact of each channel or the share of effect, which could be the share of revenue, share of uh, uh, purchases, share of trials, share of transactions, whatever is your dependent variable in your code. Now, based on historical variations, the code detects how the code estimates rather how much revenue, trials, purchase, or whatever you have did each channel drive. Uh, so, for instance, you might see that a certain channel had a lot of spend but did not actually drive a lot of revenue or the other way around, that it didn't have a lot of spend, but actually drove a lot of revenue. Or of course, a lot of channels could be somewhere in between, but typically you notice an imbalance between 
the amount spent and the amount of effect the, and the size of the effect that this channel has. Right. You also see the true CPA, which is the, the estimate of the true amount of CPA or the true ROAS that the channel has been responsible for. What's also critical in this uh, one pager is the R squared, which signifies the accuracy level of the model. Uh, and uh, the higher it is, the more accurate the model is. You also see a plot of the historical predicted versus actual metrics. So you see what the model predicted versus what the actual numbers were or the actual dependent variables were in the past, right? So if you compare the actual versus predicted, hopefully you can understand how accurate the model itself was. This is a very critical factor because if the model isn't accurate, there is no point in running a model. Uh, you know, if it isn't accurate, it can usually signify that you typically need more data or for a longer duration. Uh, or it could also signify that you aren't capturing all the sources or all the inputs in your model as of now. And there are also a number of other plots that are in this folder. So assuming you have strong R square, once you have picked one of the models as the best reflection of your business, you enter the number of this particular model in the code and run the code again you get another very critical plot, which is the ideal budget allocation plot. This plot lets you see what's your current budget distribution across different channels and what your ideal budget distribution should be across different channels, right? So which could be, you know, you might have 50% on Facebook, 30% on Google and 20% on a DSP. You might find that the ideal mix is maybe, you know, oh, 30, 30, 40. Uh, or 40, 40, 20, right? So you will see with this plot what the ideal distribution of the spend should be. And it'll, you'll also see that if you distributed your spend in a way that the plot says is ideal, what your in eventual CPA would be, or what the increase in your CPA would be, right? Uh, again, there are uh, a number of other plots in the output folder, which if you're curious, you can dig into but the 80-20 of these uh, outputs is what we covered today, which is the share of spend versus share of effect, the predicted versus actual, and the budget allocation plot. These three by themselves significantly fill in the gaps left behind by ATT in allowing you to compare different sources to get the true CPA and also understand what the ideal mix of your uh, sources should be. These help you understand the true value of your marketing spend in the post-ATT world. Don't forget to check out the video walkthrough that's linked in the show notes. As we have seen and shown, these can absolutely be executed even by folks without a lot of coding or programming background. And we highly recommend at the very least playing around with this to notice and realize how easy and how powerful the media mix models are when you run them via Robin. Do check out the YouTube videos, do check out the other two installments in this series and let us know what you think. Thank you for listening to the Mobile User Acquisition Show. If any of this was helpful or instructive, I would love for you to leave us a review or rating on iTunes, Stitcher, 
Overcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast fix. This podcast takes a ton of time, effort, and love to produce, and I deeply value every review and every piece of feedback that you share. 